Trump trial travails. As AFP goes to press on February 16, multiple court cases against former President Donald Trump are coming to a head, some of which could even be decided by the time this issue arrives in the mail. The real estate fraud case in New York City is set to wrap up where Trump faces fines in excess of $325 million. There, Trump is accused of lying about property values in order to secure business loans. In the second case, Trump has been accused of voter interference in Georgia. That trial could be in trouble as a hearing is scheduled to see if lead prosecutor Fonnie Willis can be disqualified due to serious allegations she paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to another lawyer she was having an affair with. Also, in New York City, Trump is facing felony charges that he falsified business records to cover up buying the silence of a pornography star he is accused of having relations with in violation of New York state law. Obviously, he didn't pay her enough because she came forward with allegations after receiving the money from Trump. A judge is expected to set trial dates soon. Finally, Trump was in Florida on February 12, meeting with the judge in his trial over his alleged mishandling of classified documents. That case is still plugging along but has become bogged down over legal wranglings as to who can have access to the materials in question. Supreme Court Ruling Pending the Supreme Court is expected to reach a decision as AFP goes to press on February 16 as to whether Trump can be kicked off ballots in multiple states. So far, the Supreme Court justices seem skeptical that states can bar someone from running based on allegations. The court is also mulling whether to tackle an appeals court ruling that presidents do not have absolute immunity from prosecution while in office. A decision on that case could come any week now. If the high court declines to take it up, the appeals court decision will stand, and prosecutors will move ahead with charges that Trump can be held liable for the January 6 riots. Get them out of the Mideast. According to published reports, 186 U.S. troops have been injured or killed in attacks on U.S. personnel in the Middle East since October 7 when Hamas broke out of Gaza and attacked Israel. Pentagon officials told reporters that, out of the 186 injuries and deaths, 130 have been traumatic brain injuries resulting from the blast impacts of missiles, mortars, and drones. The attacks are the direct result of the nearly monolithic and unchecked U.S. support for Israel by powerful members of both the ruling parties, Democrat and Republican. War Crimes On February 12, Senator Chris Van Hollen, Democrat Maryland, blasted Israel on the Senate floor for committing war crimes in Gaza. Kids in Gaza are now dying from the deliberate withholding of food, said Van Hollen. In addition to the horror of that news, one other thing is true. That is a war crime. It is a textbook war crime. And that makes those who orchestrated war criminals. Despite his tough and honest talk, Van Hollen still voted to give Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan nearly $100 billion in aid the next day. Squad member has good idea. Far-left Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat Michigan, a member of the so-called squad, has introduced legislation called the Stop Politicians Profiting from War Act to ban members of Congress from trading defense stocks and profiting off war. The bill is currently stuck in committee and, unfortunately, will likely never come to the House floor for a vote. That's a shame because AFP actually agrees with Tlaib on this topic and rarely does on most others. More lies from Israel. 
British Channel 4 was able to get its hands on confidential Israeli documents that claimed a few staff members with the UN Relief and Works Agency, UNRWA, were involved in the October 7 attacks on Israel. Israel claims that members of the aid agency helped Hamas carry out its attack. U.S. officials say they have seen Israel's report and stand by the Israelis' claims. According to the UK News Network, the claims Israel made in the documents were all based on rumors and provided no evidence in its charges against UNRWA personnel, showing once again that the U.S. unquestioningly backs up Israeli claims without a demand for corroborating hard evidence. 72 Virgins Israeli daily newspaper Haaretz reports that, after denying it for weeks, the Israeli military was finally forced to admit that a channel on Telegram called 72 Virgins, uncensored, was actually run by IDF propagandists. Though an Israeli military spokesman insisted the individuals behind the ruse were acting on their own without any involvement from members of the government of Benjamin Netanyahu. What was on the channel that caused such alarm? 72 virgins, uncensored, regularly dehumanized Gazan civilians, calling them cockroaches, and posted graphic videos celebrating the mutilation, maiming, killing, and humiliation of Palestinians in the most vile, reprehensible ways. For exposing the truth about 72 virgins, uncensored, even Jewish truth tellers have been smeared as anti Semites. Hate crime absurdity. In absurd news, Michael Cassidy, a former congressional candidate from Mississippi, has been charged with a hate crime for destroying a statue of the satanic idol Baphomet at the Iowa State Capitol on December 14, 2023. The Satanic Temple of Iowa had erected the statue right before Christmas in protest of Christian holiday symbols set up by churches. So far, Cassidy and his attorney have not commented on the charges, but he is fighting them having raised more than $84,000 for his legal defense from nearly 2,000 supporters. Dating Apocalypse With today's young men and women increasingly polarized over politics, Generation Z is facing a dating apocalypse, writes Ricky Schlott for the commentary and news website, The Free Press. Schlott writes, a new report in the Financial Times shows that American women aged 18 to 30 are 30% more liberal than men their age. According to another survey, a whopping 54% of women say they won't date a conservative, and that even listening to, podcaster, Joe Rogan is grounds to end a relationship. On the other hand, men on the left and right are both scared to date, woke women. After all, who wants to be accused of denying racism and sexism, perpetuating the patriarchy, and denying white privilege over shrimp cocktail? Failing schools. In 2023, not a single student in 67 Illinois schools tested proficient in math. In 32 schools, no student tested proficient in reading. What's worse, officials in those schools still graduated nearly 70% of those students. More than 12,000 students attend zero proficiency schools in Illinois. Every single one of those children will struggle in life because they have been denied basic reading and math skills. Making a mockery of women. Male transsexual Sadie Schreiner, formerly known as Camden, only recently began competing in U.S. women's college track competitions. In that time, however, Schreiner has already shattered the woman's 300-meter sprint, beating the closest female competitor by nearly one second. While Schreiner's time may have been record-breaking for females, if Schreiner had to compete against other men, 
he would not have even placed in the top 40 runners. Journalist Cindy Hodel said transsexual competitors are making a mockery out of women's sports. Women will have to spend years getting these men's time stripped, wrote Hodel. The women who won will eventually be acknowledged in record books but will never get back the stolen experience of standing atop the podium.